Gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. This is the end, Evan. This is the end. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize. We had some technical difficulties last week. We seem to be having those a lot. We've been having those a lot lately. Um, So we are going to get through episodes seven and eight of Amazon's All or Nothing, the University of Michigan Wolverines. This podcast will move on to season previews and all that great stuff you prefer to hear about uh, in coming weeks, Matt. Before do they do they pay you for that? Again, no. You you people won't know this because that audio's lost to the world now. But <laughs> you accuse me of being on Jeff Bezos's payroll, and let me tell you, you do. Let me tell you, you I'd have way better recording equipment if Jeff Bezos paid <laughs> me money. You're, you're a great brander for them. I mean, you don't miss a beat to say Amazon.coms and Amazon.com. And did I mention we're watching this documentary from Amazon? If we were reviewing the Paterno movie, you wouldn't say HBO's Joe Paterno? I don't know. We should. Let's review it and let's see what happens. Maybe. I've seen it. So as soon as you've seen yeah, it. Well, I, I, step step one, it. I need to watch it. Problem is, I always get home and I'm like, I could watch something new or rewatch The Office. I'm just going to rewatch. The office. <laughs> um, okay, anyways, there's not much going on in the college football world, Matt, so unless you got any headlines, I got a, uh interesting question I saw on Reddit. You know, it's never too soon, I don't think, to look forward to next season and talking about who's going to do what, what teams are going to the playoffs, etc., etc. So, Matt, does UCF have a strong enough schedule to get into the college football playoff if they go undefeated. Let me read you their highlights. Again, they're in the okay. AC American Athletic Conference, so they'll play mostly those teams. Jesus. They play I'm sure that's what they say. Ex- the AC. Exactly like that. They play at USF, who I think is uh I won't say returning to greatness, but I think they're getting better. Uh Navy and Temple host them both. I think those are probably the three best teams in that conference other than UCF. Then their non conf schedule excuse me, non-conference schedule, I don't know why I said that, is uh, South Carolina State, so not great, at UNC, but they host Lane Kiffin's FAU and Pitt. What are your thoughts? No way. No way, really. Just not even, you didn't even think about that. That was like that. Zero percent chance, yep. Even after all the brouhaha that they're creating down in Orlando of... We get no respect. We're the college football champions. How could you? The narrative would be, how could you leave them out two years in a row? The Big Ten champion didn't get in last year. <laughs> True. You think UCF is going to get in? If they go undefeated Come on. two years in a row? Get if they go undefeated here. two years in a row? No. Sorry. Uh, one, USF minus Quentin Flowers is worse. Who'd you say? South Carolina State? Come on with that. Okay. Come on. Like, Alabama doesn't have cupcakes, though. Like, Alabama doesn't have... A, every SEC team takes a week off in October, and they play their cup, cupcake sure they do. late season tune-up. Yeah, I know, but they're also going to play LSU and Auburn and Ole Miss and Texas A&M. Like, uh, who'd you say they were playing? UNC? 
and FAU. That that was your heavy hitters club. Like you're not on Michigan's the Lane playing train. Notre like, Dame, Matt Ohio Resort State, isn't Penn State, on the... Wisconsin. You know I have audio recording of you just hyping up Lane Kiffin. Oh yeah, and FAU. Now, oh, now I, you're I'm acting like you're nothing. I am on the Lane train. Beating them or not is not going to influence your college football playoff resume. Um, last week's pod, we talked that teams who were champions of eight-game conferences, meaning currently only the ACC and the SEC play eight-game conference schedules, if you win that conference... Undefeated. Undefeated, you're in the playoff. That That's happened every single time. What if there isn't so, an undefeated conference champion? Which is not out of the realm no, of possibility. No, no, no. And just, UCF goes undefeated. This is how I'm breaking it down. So let's say that either Clemson or Florida State goes undefeated and Alabama goes undefeated. That's half the playoff taken right there. Boom. Now there's two spots left. Did either of those teams go undefeated last year, though? No. So I mean, you can't bank on it like that. Okay. Do you think it's more likely that... Clemson, Florida State, or Alabama goes undefeated versus whether UCF goes undefeated again? Actually, yeah, I think it's more likely UCF goes undefeated. I mean, they're in an easier, they're, they're in an easier conference. Okay, on wax, can we wager? What do you want to wager? Uh, dinner. Where? Tavern. I heard it's not good. Dad told me it wasn't that good. Yeah, I heard it's not good either, so it won't cost you that much. Fair. But I'm buying a lot of beer if I win this. A lot of beer. (laughs) Okay, Okay, folks, you're here on wax. Uh, You're taking UCF versus, do I have to pick one, or are we taking all three of those teams? Mm, I mean, I kind of think you got to take all three. Unless unless, unless the fans vote in, but that's kind of what you just said. Fine, two of three. Meet me in the No, league. I meant it as a field. Well, Florida State and Clemson play each other, so they can't Fair. feed. That's why I said one of them. Two of those. Then Clemson or Florida State, choose one, and Alabama. Based on the way you set that conversation up. Okay. I choose Clemson and Alabama. Okay. What if we both lose? Then we just go to the tavern together <laughs> and pay separately. Fair enough. <laughs> Don't talk. We sit at opposite ends of the bar. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, unless you got something, let's hop into it. But if you got something. Well, we got to give a shout to a uh, friend of the pod, Ryan Putt, sent us some great uh, tweets last week. One of which oh was God. probably just just an epic from the ropes fake Twitter response from Paul Christ under the uh, Michigan football Twitter handle announcing that in 20... 20- 19, the team will be traveling to uh, South Africa. The Paul, fake Paul Christ Twitter handle asks, Jim, when are you taking him to Indy? <sighs> I mean, that was harsh. What do you want me to say, man? That Twitter handle is no That's great. Faux that was an amazing response. Hey, Jim, when are we going to Indy? Bo Pelini, still the greatest fake college football coach Twitter handle of all time. Although that was pretty sick burn. We'll see, man. I, I would love if they went to Indy this year. But let's talk episodes 7 and 8. Oh. All or nothing. What? Brought to us by Amazon.com. And Jeff Bezos. Who, I believe, saved the sci-fi series The Expanse. So, Jeff, if you're listening, thanks, man. But send us some money. I keep plugging you. Anyways, 
Let me just briefly give the arcs of both episodes, and we'll, we'll just talk about them. So for the fans at home, episode seven, Bury the Naysayers, opens with uh, the team meeting following the victory at UMD, then goes into the Wisconsin game. Michigan loses the Wisconsin game and goes into the week mm-hmm. of prep uh, for the Ohio State game. That doesn't go Michigan ways either. That's where episode eight picks up. And episode eight really focuses on um, bowl prep, the eventual bowl game. They lose that game, <laughs> rough end of the season. Uh, and there's a little bit like post bowl game, but not much. It's it's pretty abrupt, I thought, ending following the bowl game. But anyways, that's the general outline. Where do you want to start? Watching this sucks. Can we agree that these last two episodes as Michigan fans were particularly not great? Yeah. Man, all those games were winnable yep. to me if we just had some quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And it's just not there. The From a football standpoint, to me, the most inexcusable of them is the South Carolina loss. Yeah. Can't happen. Not can't, can't. I don't know. I don't have more on that. I, I had a, two interesting points that I want to get to that are character related. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Were you still on the Michigan train? Leading up to the Wisconsin game. I recall I picked Wisconsin to lose. Obviously, like, the team is going to be excited and think that they're going to win. Like, I'm not going to, like, doubt the Michigan players for that. Um, But I remember, like, I have my notes. Like, man, this team was way more confident in themselves than I was at this point in the season. Well, I was. I thought they had turned around. I And then their best games leading up. Now, granted, the competition was not really very high, but... I thought we had said on 15-Minute U that finally the run game was going. Mm-hmm. We saw Karan Higdon have multiple good games in a row. Defense was looking stout. I'm like, yeah, we're going to go up there. Defense is going to get some stops, and we're going to run it down their throat. Yeah, and to be honest, like, the Wisconsin game opens with success that, like, I think I just have kind of forgotten about because of the way, you know, the way this, that season ended. Right. Um, you know, stifling right. defense. The, I think the first drive is, like, 70 plays for 80 yards and eight points because they went for two. Um, right. Or if that wasn't the opening drive, that was very early in the game. Um, so a lot, you know, part of me watching this, it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't totally get our asses kicked those last three games. Like, there were bright spots, but like you said, like all were winnable, uh, which I think, again, watching this documentary as like a diehard Michigan fan makes rewatching this even tougher. So in, at the beginning of episode eight, we find out that Wilton Spate knew before the bowl game he was going to transfer. Yes. What was your take on that? I was surprised that he knew that early. Didn't we know? Am I misremembering that? I mean, it's just, one, it feels like he's been decided for a year now with how long no, this guy's dragged No, with Michigan football Twitter trolls, like, ate me alive. They were like, he announced went, like, so many months ago. Um, was it before then? I'm like, so it, I'm like 90% because, was uh, before the game. To, what, my point is that in the documentary, it's not clear that Speed is, like, the second dude. It's true. The yeah. way that I the way that I read it was that they're like, oh, he's injured, he's injured, he's injured. But there was no implication. The implication to me was that like, yeah, when he's healthy, he's, he's going to be number one. The number yeah. one. No, I agree but with that. But he, which we don't really see in this documentary, is like, no, I'm clearly not. Yeah. And on that right? on that point, talking about kind of like the documentary as a whole, um, 
you know, Speet says about his transfer, it's no one thing, it's many things. And then they just, like, cut away. And yeah. I wrote down, like, like what things, Wilton? Like, this is why I'm watching <laughs> the documentary. I want to know, you know what I mean? And I, I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much they're going to, like, press him to be like, well, tell us. Sure. Uh, but, man, like, I would have loved a little, you know, I think they did that whole I'm transferring thing in, like, 30 seconds. I would have loved more yeah. depth. I think that kind of speaks to uh, the documentary. We were saying off wax. Like, it's just, it's fine. It's not great. It's okay. It is what it no, is. Um, this is, like, a clear example of, like, you want to spend, like, if you're making a documentary, like, five minutes on this topic, at least. Oh, well, I don't know, I know five. I might know. be a little long for a half hour, but. So, speaking of topics, Jim Harbaugh, the family man. Yeah. Where is Jay Harbaugh? Very what weird. Very weird. He wasn't in the what whole. What happened to him? His dad, his dad made a killer cameo. I don't know if that's the right word. Wait, in, Evan, we have to get episode. to the bottom of this story. Why is he not in a documentary? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't have press credentials at any game. Do you have any any explanation? Top of you your just head. didn't. What makes he sense? didn't want to be in it? Privacy matter. Okay, that's that's one thing. Okay, all the little kids are in there. Yeah, their grandpa's in there. Sarah's in there. Why is Jay Harbaugh not in the documentary? You'd have to know going in that he works there. Otherwise, you'd have no idea from this documentary. Yeah. It's weird. I, I mean, the implication of what I think you're saying is like there's some kind of rift between father and son, but why would you still be on your dad's coaching staff? Yeah, I don't know. It's odd. It's odd. That might be too far down the road. It's very odd, though, that the main character leaves his son out of the documentary. Or son chose not to be in it. Everybody else is in it, though. It's not, it's not like, oh, they're doing this <sighs> thing about my dad. I don't want to steal the limelight. Like... They're following Rashawn Gary in some, like, maintenance elevator going to class. You can't get a Jay Harbaugh quote? It's odd. I don't know, man. I can't explain. His dad's in it. He's clearly so much of a family man. What did you think of that dad pump-up speech? He told this long story about a boxer named, I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, Vito Anafrino? Anafrino? I mean, I was pumped. This whole story about, like, Vito's, oh, yeah. like, on the ropes, and he just, like, lands this one haymaker, and then the guy goes down and was like, you'll have that one yeah. opportunity. I thought, Dad still got it, man. Oh, he does. Jack Harbaugh's great. The best part of their podcast, Tack Each Day, mm-hmm. is the Jack talk. And Jack Harbaugh just gives either stories from, like, decades of coaching or just, like, talking to somebody or, like, epic coaches he knew. It's fabulous. Jack Harbaugh would be a good hang. Yes. Yes. Now that we've Story watched time. the he whole, now that we've watched the whole documentary, who'd be your number one hang from the players shown in this documentary? I would go Rashawn Gary, number one. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Give me your top three, then I'll give you my three. Donovan Peoples Jones's barber, <laughs> and uh, the ghost of Jay Harbaugh three. Because I, I got to find him. I got to yeah. find out what his deal is. I need to find him. I'm shocked. Chase Winovich, number one. Donovan, not Donovan. Mm. Donovan would be like Bubble. So Chase Winovich, one. Rashawn Gary's mom, two. And not in a weird sexual for all you creeps out there. She just seems real funny. And I'd like to hang out with her. And then three. Is anyone going to take it that way? I don't know. 2018, man. You know, you get in trouble for a lot of things. And Karan Higdon, because I think his family seems dope. 
Kind of hate to Especially his, his, that, uh, his little daughter stole the show. Every episode she's Yeah. Said. Speaking of Karan Higdon. No. Okay, in the bowl yeah. lead-up, the Michigan and South Carolina teams, they go bowling. They don't really get into a fight, as, as Jalen Rose yeah. likes to say, hold me back. Just Hold me back! They say they're going to fight, but they're not actually going to fight. So I knew that happened, right? right? Like, that got into the press. But I didn't know that it really got instigated um, because, you know, obviously the players were talking smack. But the South Carolina defense was going after Karan Higdon saying, 22, I didn't see you on film. Like, he didn't have big impact. Like, how are you going to say you didn't see Karan Higdon watching Michigan film? That was just a lie, right? There's no way. Yeah, but clearly they got what they wanted. True. Which is a little... Hold me back. Overall reflection. Oh, I got one more thing. Final word. Okay, go ahead. One last thing, man. From these two episodes, wanna, you know, I got a fiance, fifteen minute fiance, just recently got engaged. Yeah. What'd you think of Mike McRae's proposal? Oh, I thought it was power move. Boss. Good move. You know, had the whole family there. Seemed like they had Mm -hmm. some kind of catered dinner. Here's my problem, though. What did you think? You're you're an experienced. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me give you a little bit of advice. Sure, go ahead. Mike McRae's pants were so tight that it was blatantly obvious he's got a ring box in his pocket. Anyone that looked at his thighs would have seen, oh, that's a ring box. Like Mike, yeah, I, man, he's got big thighs, dude. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying maybe put that in your coat, Mike. Like I, <laughs> I hope he doesn't have to propose ever again. You know, so he's one and done. But <laughs> like, my God, man. Put the box in your pocket where she can't see it. You don't want to blow that's, it. That's fair feedback for Mike McRae. Fair. fair. Anyone out, out there listening, you know, you don't want her to see the ring box before you propose. It just blew the whole surprise. So I guess overall, uh, it's fine. If you watched every Michigan football game last year with focus, I don't know how entertained you'll be by the series. I wanted a little bit more backstory, character development mm-hmm. there, and I definitely I wanted a lot more Jay Harbaugh. <laughs> so those are my big takeaways. No, I, I agree. You know, we talked about the speed decision. I think there's a lot of times they they left some left some out on the field, as it were, when it came to player development. Would have liked to see more of that. Um, you know, to your point of yeah. if you watch a lot of games with focus, like a lot of episodes were heavy on the highlights. Football wise, I think the team was better than I thought they were actually. Yeah, I didn't. It's hard to believe as it is. I forgot how bad the quarterback play was. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I did. You know, the highlights. I thought there's too many at times, so I did enjoy. Mm-hmm. Again, the players were either. I think we said this on a previous episode. I don't know if they're mic'd up or if they just have some kind of like you know very sensitive sound listening equipment that they can direct. But um, the sure. defense talks a lot of smack, and I Winovich. <laughs> Uh, is like the ringleader in that. Really liked it. You know, he's just calling out players by name. In the bowl game, he's like lined up on the end, calling to South Carolina's quarterback, Jake Bentley. He's like, Jakey Poo, I'm coming for you. I loved it. Um, I did like seeing, you know, that kind of, I don't know, humanizing. You know, these are just like young men playing a game that they really liked. And, you know, I found that. Sure. I found those parts of the highlights enjoyable. Yeah. That's fair. 
All right, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. The next time you are with us, we will be on to current events, people, places, places things, odds and ends. We're doing, we're doing a couple, uh, I don't want to say random topics, but just to give a little teaser, we're going to have a podcast devoted to inner rivalry relationships and how that works out. Talking to yeah, and, a Florida, uh, Florida. To find out whatever that means. Okay. Cool, man. It means when you're in a relationship where one person roots for one team and the other person roots for the other team. Ohio State, Michigan, Florida, Florida State. I am. 15 Minute Fiance is a, don't say, don't say it. Don't say it. Die hard Buckeye fan. We know it. We know it. I would say like, die soft, die easy Buckeye fan. No, she's more than a die easy. Somewhere between die easy and die hard. A die medium. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, anyways, we will be back to what is new and current in college football. We appreciate you for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcast. Remember, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Evan and I, from the bottom of our hearts, would also sincerely appreciate if you guys give us a rating. It helps keep us up on the podcast charts. And remember, whatever you do, folks, don't pick them like my brother. Don't pick them like my brother. And Jeff Bezos, we'd appreciate some of that Amazon money. You know what I'm saying? Been plugging your things all week. How many listeners do we have to get to get some Amazon times? Way more than we have. I don't think our family is big enough. Agree. Agreed.